Dan's been stewing, he's been mulling, and uh, it's... Sometimes we have conversations about that that... Elicit some reaction. Like, the, the people he was talking to were like, uh, stop. Hold on. Or when you're Punxsutawney Phil and you get poked by a prod in your backside. Uh, we don't need to know what happens inside Punxsutawney Phil's hole. That's the fairest statement you've said yet, Daniel. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs, so let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. I almost forgot what episode this was, Clint, but it's 74. That's what we're doing today. Correct. Uh, it's a brand new week. We're one, we're one, week clo- we're one last Saturday between, oh between us and Georgia football. We are. Uh, we got Miami, Florida is going to be here in a hurry, Daniel. That game is going to start in a, in a hurry. I've never been more excited about watching a University of Miami football game than I am about that one. Just Raise your hand if you are going to be the biggest Hurricane fan in the world for two days. I might go buy a chain. I might go uh, buy myself a chain. Just I don't that. care. Throw it on me. I have no shame. Let's do it. Let's, let's, all, let's all get it done. Um... Uh, all right uh we have several things to cover this is gonna be a short episode we've got a hard deadline that we got to get out of here for uh but there's a few things there's a few things that i want to cover okay dan's been stewing he's been mulling and I've been, uh it's i've been i've been stewing but i can't start and i don't want to start with georgia uh no. i need to start with something else uh clint okay. is clint is famous for reading dumb stuff on the internet and bringing it to our attention uh correct Sometimes we have conversations about that that um, elicit some reaction. That elicit some some feedback. Some some feels happen. Some feelings. Some feelings are touched. Um, I heard. I overheard something recently, and I I overheard it um, in an audio form, but it it fell so neatly within the category of dumb stuff that we we read on the internet that it just, it needed to be included. Um, the culprit on this particular, is it, this is, it's tough because this is a person that I typically don't have a lot of beef with. Typically, this person, typically I'm, I'm getting quality information from this person and I'm enjoying the information that I get. Um, his name is Barton Simmons. Clint, are you familiar? Are you familiar with Barton Simmons? I, in fact, am, Daniel. Uh, if you're not familiar with Barton Simmons, uh, works for CBS, works for 24-7, recruiting guy, big-time prospect guy. He's kind of yep. got, his, got his eyes and ears uh, on, on all the high school football. The, if it has to do with a star ranking system, he's all over it. Uh, yep. and, and he is not – I would not classify him as pro-Georgia necessarily. No. Um, but he is generally, I find he, you know, he gives some takes that I don't agree with, but generally I find his takes to be 
at least fairly well informed and entertaining to listen to. Would you agree? Uh, he is articulate and he does not, it doesn't seem like he shows a lot of favoritism to his Homer kind of, kind of feel. He's, he's got some good articles. I like listening to him. He, again, yeah. he's not the biggest Georgia fan, but uh, he's very fair in the college football landscape. Yeah. So this was, this was not even the main content of the conversation that I overheard him say, but, okay. but I, Almost as a side note, and it like it stopped the conversation because the 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 other parties involved in the conversation were so blown away <laughs> with the fact that he said this. But okay. then, but then he doubled down, and like they gave him a chance basically to retract this. So I need you to know that this is not a like he was given the opportunity to go. Okay, that that was that was ridiculous. But then yeah. he didn't. He doubled down and was like, "Nope, this is how I feel." Are you ready for the take? I'm so have ready. I, have for I the set take. it up enough? Uh, really quick, another more contextual. Uh, who, who was he talking to? Uh, he was Do talking to another CBS Sports. Okay, uh, another CBS Sports. A coworker within CBS. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and they were just discussing kind of general college football landscape things. All right. Great. Again, not not necessarily. I think they were talking about the Big Twelve, but and then this came out of nowhere. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm Are you ready. ready for the take? Do you even want to get it, it involves one player. Do you even want to guess who the one oh. player is? If I've already given you they were talking about the Big 12. Uh uh are you talking um oh gosh is it, uh oh, there's so many. No I no I I can't guess. All right. Barton Simmons said that if if there were a now he was c- careful to to clarify. He was not talking about NFL. Oh, okay. 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 He said if he if there was a college football draft oh, and no. you were fantasy drafting college football teams. Okay. okay. And you had the number 1 pick of all current college football players. Wow. Everyone gets gets off their current team and you are going to redraft all 130 college football teams and you have the number one pick of all current college football players Clint okay just in your mind start start rolodexing some names just I, okay. you, just I'm, silently to yourself uh-huh. I listeners am. take a moment the number so one far. pick uh-huh. try not to be too big of a homer you know nope. like you're probably not going to take DeAndre Swift with the number you're one not, overall pick not with number one he said if he had the number one overall pick in the college football draft, he would take Sam Ellinger. I, 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 as, you, as this kept rolling out, I was lipping t- I, Sam freaking Ellinger. Are like, you kidding me? And, and again, then he was given the, the chance. Like the, the people he was talking to were like, uh, stop, hold on. But like Trevor Lawrence is available. They said, you know, like, just so we want to be clear, every player is available to you, including Trevor Lawrence. And they said. And he said, yep. And then, as if it made it better, he said, now I'm not talking about NFL potential. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Nothing, nothing other than NFL potential matters. Who's a better, point. who's a better college football player, Clint? S- Sam Ellinger or Trevor Lawrence? 
Okay, I, the ten names I listed, Sam was never in there. By the way, what what has happened? What has, has he done has Tom, to America? What, what has, has he, done? he done to America? What he has, has Tom Herman done to America? What has that burnt orange and white done to America to get us all just salivating at that kid's name? Who has he paid off in the media? If you don't think the University of Texas owns a substance that they put into the water supply that controls the minds of the of the public, then uh, this should be all the proof that you need. This is right? it. This is it. Because what are we what are we even talking about anymore when this guy's name is forget about listing him as an all American, which is ridiculous. Care. Forget about listing him as a as an all Big Twelve. Like forget it, like all of those things, whatever. But now we're saying that he's the he's the best player in all of college football, Clint. Look, I got I got this friend who still to this day tries to convince me Tim Tebow is the greatest football player in college athletics ever. And he's wrong and he's stupid and he's dumb. Not but this, he's not that dumb. He's not but this he's not, dumb. That dumb. Because you know what has happened to Tim Tebow in his career? He actually won games as a running back in the quarterback position mm-hmm. at a level. Sam Ellinger has, has has not and and won't and can't. He said what? he said uh quote Sam Ellinger Ellinger just gives you he just has that will to win uh-huh. yeah. that you know he's going to go out there and win you that game. Yeah. I guess yeah. unless it's Oklahoma and the Big Twelve Championship game. Correct. Unless it's games that are unless it's a, contention or against Maryland. Right. That too. Mar- Maryland. Maryland. They're more known for their crab cakes than they are football. Maryland. Maryland. Are you kidding me? So uh, this is the type of stuff, by the way, these takes, Burton, are what will make me not listen to you it's for tough. a year. It's, it's tough. To get back on that train after you've just seen it crash into the side of a mountain. And then somebody says, like, no, really, come on, come aboard. We've totally revamped the seats. But but you just crashed it into the side of a mountain. And it went up Correct. in a giant fireball of death. Like, that's Correct. what that's the equivalent of that take. Okay. So, well, Martin, nice nice knowing you. It's been, fun, it's been, it's been it's real. It's been real. But we can't do this anymore. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of the Texas game, we were just talking about this off off the microphone. Uh, I think we're gonna before the season starts. Uh, I, I've started the process of rewatching some games from last year's yeah. season. It's a systematic. It's a ritual. And normally, Daniel I, and I, Daniel and I, have a really weird kind of symbiotic. Like we, we're in the same headspace as each other sometimes. Yeah. Because we both did the same thing without telling the other we were going to do it, and we no, shared just, what we did. You just know. It's like you a, know. it's like a groundhog. You just know it's time to come up. You know, like it it's just time to, just look around out there, just see what's going on. You know. Uh, or when and you that's punch somebody, Phil, and you get poked by a prod in your backside. <laughs> that's right. Don't don't peel back the curtain. It's not. Uh, we don't need to know what happens inside Punxsutawney Phil's hole. Um, uh, 
Uh, yeah, it's just, it's right about that time when you, when you start watching, you start rewatching games from last year. And, uh, and I think the Texas game, normally I don't rewatch the losses, but I think this year, I think <laughs> you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to get, you're not going to get past it. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Nope. Nope. We lost it. We lost you. Right in the <laughs> Clint's, Clint's operating on maybe two, three hours of sleep right now. Maybe. And maybe that. That was. You started uh, talking about Punxsutawney Phil's hole. All of a sudden, that was it. Things are real funny. I have the humor of my four year old son right now. Was, He's not even four, He's five. But that was it. Uh, yeah, we're gonna rewatch. We're gonna rewatch some of the games. We're gonna talk to you about those. I'll be interested to go back and rewatch the Sugar Bowl. See what see uh, what happened there. We will. I watched the LSU game. Uh, I rewatched that horrible atrocity. My we're condolences. Go back. Yeah, we're gonna go back and watch the Texas game, the Sugar Bowl, uh, and come back with our takes. Uh, because speaking of which, Daniel, you you watched a game already. I did. did. I did. I recently rewatched the South Carolina game from last year. Uh, came away with some thoughts. Came away what with some thoughts. thoughts. Uh, one, do you remember the hype going into that game? Oh my gosh, I was. I remember the beginning of the year. You correctly called. You were more nervous about another game. You thought mm-hmm. USC, Florida, not going to be more nervous about Florida. Than you were more nervous South about Carolina. Florida. So South Carolina is going to be a joke. Turns I was really nervous. Shouldn't have been nervous about anything. But. <laughs> Turns out we were we were good. Uh, by the way, really quick side note: SEC media days were not that exciting, except for Yawn. one. How bad does Florida think? They should have won the game against us. The quotes were, if not for two or three plays, we would have won that game. Oh. I rewatched that one, too. And uh, oh. I think we might be able to debunk that myth. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but USC was... Uh, South uh, USC Carolina game. They were ranked 24 coming into yeah. the game. The stadium was, I mean, the Sandman or whatever. Oh, electric. Uh-huh. Sandstorm, oh, Sandbox, uh, was playing. Kitty litter. Uh, they were jumping around, um, and uh, I had a, had a couple takeaways. If you don't recall okay. the game, uh, Jake Bentley threw a pick six on the opening drive. Um, yes, he did. DeAndre Baker set it down on the one inch line, uh, as we did seventeen times last year. I don't know what like. Yeah what was happening in our life, but that was one of them. Uh, Monty Rice jumped on it, and we still scored a uh, touchdown, and the game was kind of over before it started. Uh, I, I have three specific takeaways from the game that are all related to Georgia. Three Georgia-specific takeaways. And one is this. Glenn, I think the most underrated aspect to how excited you should be about this coming season. So if you're looking for a reason, to get the juices flowing. Okay. And to get excited. In case you need another one, I'm going to give you one that you that you maybe haven't thought of yet. Okay? And it is not uh it is not football related. Interesting. It is roster related. The number one reason. And you will see this as you go back and rewatch last year's games, but it, nothing, it was never more present than in the South Carolina game, I don't feel like. The number one reason you should be excited about this coming football season is that the Justin Fields Circus 
has left town. Oh my gosh. Listen, I was watching this game on YouTube, and it was the Georgia radio broadcast dubbed over the national ESPN television broadcast. So I was, you know, I was watching the shots uh, of, you know, uh, Gary and Brad or whatever, and they're calling the game. But I was listening to Scott and, and the Georgia radio broadcast, okay? Which, by the way, is the premium way, if you have access to such things, it is the premium way to to take in a football game. Daniel, you're really doing something right. You're really doing something right if you do that. So YouTube had set that, this particular YouTube account, like uh, rewatch of the game had set that up that way, and sometimes the audio was slightly off, but it was still better then. But here's the thing, Clint. I was hearing... A bunch of I was hearing people talk about what was happening on the field, about the players that were playing the game on the field. They were calling out numbers. They were saying who people were and what they were doing. But but was I seeing that, Clint, with my no. eyes? No, I wasn't uh-huh. seeing that. What was I seeing instead? I was seeing Justin Fields standing on the sidelines. I was seeing graphics, side-by-side comparisons of the height and weight of Jake Fromm and Justin Fields. The, the level to which the, the circus was in town, I don't even think you realized it last year as a Georgia fan as it was happening, but the level to which the world was trying to create, and we were just as guilty of it as anybody else, we, they were got no, no, swept no, no, up no. In, got swept up in the moment. I will say we weren't free from guilt. Maybe we weren't just yes. as guilty as anyone else. We were we not were, as just as guilty. No, we were not, not guilt free, though. No, that's we got true. swept up in it just like everybody else did. Um, it's just it's downright to go back and watch it now, knowing what you know about Jake Fromm. It's downright offensive. It it's made it made me feel sick to my stomach mm-hmm. to go back and see them showing Justin Fields holding a clipboard on the sideline and knowing that they were talking about how he might be a better fit for this offense and he eventually you're not going to be able to keep him off the field and how what an elite, uber-talented player he is. But but here's this guy in the game, Clint. And what's he doing? Uh, balling He's just out. out there winning the game. He's out there winning yeah. the game. Yeah. Uh, the fact that that's not going to happen this year. Now, listen, am I nervous about an injury to the quarterback position? You better believe I'm nervous mm-hmm. about an injury to the quarterback position. All right? But the fact that we're not going to be dealing with that this year has Glorious. me so much more excited about college football and the University of Georgia. Absolutely. I'm, I'm thrilled. Uh, my second takeaway is very football-related. Okay, that's good because this is a football podcast. It, it, it's sort of we talk about the sports ball. Yeah. Um, listen, we have we do we have opinions about the inside linebackers, Clint? We do. Do those opinions sometimes provide controversy? <laughs> they <laughs> sometimes. Again, we talked about this last. They sometimes elicit feels. Looking at you, Trevor. Uh, <laughs> let me just tell you this right now. I got some feels watching this game. 
and it was and it was positive feels. Okay. And it was watching Monty Rice play in this football game. Listen, Monty Rice, you watch this game, and you know for a fact that mid-season, late-season, Monty Rice was not healthy. You know. You know yeah. for a fact. Because Monty Rice is the surest tackler that this team has, and it's not close. No. It's not if, close if at not all. If not for a top draft pick... In uh, one of my favorite players of all time, and Roquan Smith, Monty Rice could be said to be one of the surest tacklers in the last couple of years. He's one of the surest tacklers we've had in quite some time. Is he the fastest guy on the field? No, he is not. Is he the most athletic guy on the field? No, he is not. But if he touches you, you are on the ground. You're on the ground. Do you sometimes yep. fall forward? Yes, you do. But do you do you get away? And run for another six yards. No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, Monty Rice is a tackling machine. I am thrilled to have that guy as what I'm going to call an anchor of the Georgia defense. Uh, now, listen, is is it? There's we all know sophomore linebacker Quay Walker, Channing Tindall. We all know Nicobe Dean, hype train off the rails. We all know Tate Crowder more athletic than Monty Rice. But, but give me Monty Rice ahead of all those guys because he's got the instincts, he's got the know-how, he's in the he's in the right place at the right time, and he's not going to miss tackles. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need. You just need your line, middle linebacker to go out there and make the tackles. And gosh, just go rewatch the South Carolina game and just mm-hmm. look at thirty-two. Thirty-two is flying mm-hmm. all over. Feel. Uh, what's the third takeaway? Third takeaway. Is this? I don't know if you remember this, but uh, South Carolina game was a was a uh, it was our first look at a at a Georgia Bulldog that we that's become near and dear to all of our hearts, and I was reminded of that. Uh, Mr. Cade Mays came in to the South Carolina game. Mm. Andrew Thomas went down, mm-hmm. and we everybody, said to, everybody and, lost their mind, and we said to ourselves, "Who is that coming in?" Uh-huh. Nobody had Cade Mays as the second string left tackle on this team. Nobody. No. And Cade Mays stepped in and he began to systematically destroy people. You just yes. go back and you watch the offensive line push. And if you I, I don't know if you recall, the first half of that game, it was a struggle on offense for Georgia. It was a struggle. Yeah. The game wasn't that close because we had a pick six. We kicked some field goals. The defense had played pretty well. But I think it was 20 to 10 at halftime. Yep. Uh, the second half, we came out and we just said, you know what the game plan is now? Give the ball to the back and um, get mad about it. And hey, Cade Mays they, began to... They're talking to, about how soft you guys are. Are you going to go do something about that? Cade Mays began to just maul some people. I mean, Brian mm-hmm. Harrion was busting off chunk runs. DeAndre Swift, Elijah Holyfield. Uh, it, was, it was by committee. And and the left side of that offensive line bet- behind Big Solly, and K- and now Cade Mays, the new left tackle, true freshman, in his first sig- significant snaps on the road in the SEC, just mauling people, mm. and and you knew, you knew what you had in oh, Cade. Yeah. Mays. How good is this offensive line club? Just uh, it's going to be historic. This offensive line is going to be historic. It's going to be gross. It's going to be so so. 
good to watch them continue to maul and just road grade people for days. I cannot wait for it. Uh, Daniel, while we're in the, the recap mode, um, I want to recap a conversation you and I had. So this is okay. off uh, USC Junior. I'm going to go back because, Daniel, I want uh, to give you some, some credit here. And okay. uh, my, my, bet, my bet is looking worse and worse and worse and worse as it continues on. Okay. The Tommy Bush finally transfer? <laughs> Tommy, Bu- Tommy Bush is not in the portal. Okay, good. Not, All right. Not a- By the way, really quick, if you go on ESPN, if you go under college football, uh, they now have a tab for the transfer portal. It says transfer news is now a tab on ESPN. That's gross. Anyway, uh, Jake Fromm was asked. I, I, I'm really interested because I'm going to go back and I'm going to try to find pieces of evidence for some of our players that are that are we're asking to step up big time this year when I rewatch okay. games. Uh, and Jake Fromm was asked, hey, who wide receiver news and wide receiver position group, very hotly debated item right now on our team. Jake Fromm mm-hmm. was asked, hey, who do you who do you see stepping up? And uh, of course he said Tommy Bush, right? Oh no. No, no, no. Wait a second. No. He gave your boy Landers a shout out and he said, That guy can that guy can play. Now, he, he did mention the same thing uh, later on, and the reports came out and said the same thing you did. Uh, kids just got to work on, you know, catching the ball. Which, it's a thing. It's a thing it's, when, you're, when you play the receiver position. Uh, you have to catch well. You have to receive it. That's, you do. That's part you of do. it. You uh, do. So they said that, but um, he, he's talking about the athleticism, the route running skill, the speed. Uh, and the the determination he's got right now, uh, he is expecting and counting on Landers being an integral part. Which, if you and I know anything, it's in Jake Fromm we trust. Uh, so I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let you just take credit for yeah, calling I, that long ago. I think uh, the more I think about this wide receiver situation, number one, the less nervous I am about it. I agree. So there's just that. The more I think, the less nervous I get. Uh, but the more I think about it, the more I think everyone is killing themselves trying to find like a go-to. You know, like everyone right. is trying to. They're just they're just racking their like Jorge Pickens going to need to come in and catch right. eight balls week one against Vandy. Right. Is Jake Fromm the type of guy that's going to pick only on one receiver and hone in on that and only focus on force feeding him the ball? Is he the type of quarterback that does that? Listen, it's not. There's not going to be a go-to receiver on this team. There's going to be a lot of guys catching football, and so you might see Matt Landers. He might only have one catch in a game. Yep. You might see George Pickens. He might only have one catch in a game. You might see Tyler Simmons. He might only have two catches in a game. Does that mean they're not? As good as Miko was last year? No, it doesn't. It means the, the rotation at receiver is going to be it's going to be a revolving door, I believe. I agree. Whereas uh, Miko and Ridley and Terry Godwin and JJ Holloman were very difficult to get off the field. Those four guys just basically subbed in for each other last Correct. year. That was the rotation. You just and, and then you got some Tyler Simmons in there every now and then. You know, he'd catch a ball and you go, oh, Tyler Simmons was in the game. But you were surprised. 
Yep. Listen, you're not going to be surprised when the fifth guy in the rotation catches a ball this year. No. You're not yep. going to be surprised when the seventh guy in the rotation catches a ball because there's going to be a much bigger spray chart. If you were looking for the leading wide receiver on this team, I might put it at 500 yards. Like I might, yeah. give, I might look at maybe the leading receiver on this team might have 500 yards, and that'll be okay. It'll be okay. We're going to be just fine with that. If you don't know these guys' names, if you don't know seven, eight deep on wide receiver, print yourself out a, a depth chart before game one and start getting to know these guys. You're going to need to. Yeah. Is 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 Micaiah Tong going to catch a ball this year? Uh, he may. He may. Yep. Is George Pickens going to catch a ball this year? Yep. Is Lawrence Cager yep. going to catch a ball this year? Is Dominic yep. Blaylock going to catch a ball this year? Keep is going. Is Tyler Simmons going to catch a ball this year? Is uh, Demetrius Robertson going to catch a ball this year? Is Trey apparently Blunt not. apparently is going to get end rounds. No, he's going to get end rounds. Is Trey Blunt going to catch a ball this year? I bet you he does. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh Is Tommy Bush going to catch a ball this year? Oh. <laughs> 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 is Kyrus Jackson going to catch a ball this year? Is Matt I mean, Landers, Landers going to catch a ball this year? Look at that depth. Guys, I know wide receiver. We're going to get to it. We're going to actually talk about position groups again when we do a preview uh, of the whole season. But That's a lot. We're there's, gonna a be, lot. there's a lot of uh, lot in that cupboard. Okay. There's a lot there. The cupboard is not, not a, 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 by any means bare. No. Uh, awesome. Uh, well, Daniel, speaking of which, next time we come back, we got a couple more. Uh, you have a couple more hot takes to give out. Uh, we got plenty more some, hot takes. I got, I got some, maybe who's going to be a bigger loss this year on the coaching side of things, yeah, uh, position talk, group breakdowns. Yeah. We'll talk through some, some players departing. Who are we going to miss? We'll talk through some players that I think are being overlooked. We'll talk about yeah. the reason why. Sometimes you get overlooked because you're because people are sleeping on you. Sometimes you get overlooked because you're not going to be a factor. Right. Right? Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> right, because it's fair to overlook you. Because people shouldn't be looking at you. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so let's, we're going to talk about that. Talk about, uh, and then this is I, I, as as we alluded to earlier. I'm getting I'm getting a little nervous about some things. Yeah. We'll get to I'll all that. I'll off the ledge because the horses in my barn are stomping, and I'm nervous is not what I'm ready, feeling. Ready to go. Uh, yeah. All right. We will be back uh, as soon as possible. We'll just say that. Right. Does that sound fair? Yeah. We'll be back That's as fair. soon. As- that's the fairest statement you've said yet, Dan. We'll be back as soon as possible. Um, uh, hopefully trying to get more quantity of these shorter episodes out to you yes. is our goal. So know that that's our goal. And know that you stated it, And know that we won't. Just know that we're not going to deliver. You know that by now. You know. You know. Fool me once. <laughs> Fool me once. Shame on you. Uh, all right. That's all. That's all for us today. We'll talk to you guys later. See you.